everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. This is your host, C.B. Baker. We got, we're going to do a little, we're going to do things a little different today. As you can see, Dr. Daniels is not here. He is a very, very busy man and he had to go take care of some business, but I do have him on the phone. He's able to call in. So welcome to the show, Dr. Daniels. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's always a pleasure uh, to be here. And I want to uh, apologize up front to our, our audience for my not being able to be in the studio for the recording. But I did want to call in because I think that um, it is uh, certainly a great topic today. And, and I think that uh, the discussion will help people tremendously, you know, as they try to discern and, and look at people who have faith and people who say they have faith. And, and so people can come to to appreciate the value uh, of what um, Christian leaders should be like and should look like and, and how they should carry themselves. Yes. So the topic today is basically, do you want a preacher or do you want a pimp? And Dr. Daniels hit me with this question um, earlier today, and I was like, wow, um, this is going to ruffle some feathers and also shed some light on some things on how pastors who are out there doing day-to-day work and does not at the, the super mega churches really feel about how things are going right now. So, Dr. Daniels, um, what is your feel about preachers, about people who want to preach or do they want to pimp? You, you know, I, 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 I tell you, um, we live in a, a a world today where I think many people have confused what the true role of a pastor is or a preacher. And, and that's why, you know, I, I, I wonder, you know, do people want a pimp or do they want a pastor? And when I say pimp, I don't mean someone that puts them on the street per se. Uh, but a, a pimp, you know, the way he gets people um, gets young ladies into his fold is to fill their head with all these dreams, you know, all these pipe dreams and and try to convince them that, that he is the only one that's for them, the only one that's out there to help them and pull them into the stable, so to speak. Uh, you know, and, and it seems like that we'll come to a place where there are a lot of uh, people that that's what they seem to prefer you know, they want someone to make them feel good rather than have someone that makes them good. You know, I, I, I don't want to just feel better. I want to be better. And and sometimes in order to be better, I have to feel bad. You know, somehow you have to be able to help me understand that I'm not the best that I am where I am so I can grow and be the better person. But oftentimes what I, I see when I'm talking to people and I'm watching, you know, different televangelist shows is that people don't want to hear the truth about themselves. <laughs> you, you know, they right. just seem to want someone to tell them that how great they are and how they can be greater. And and those people are just um, those types of ministries. Often all they are looking for is to get money from that person, you know, right. and so it's always a send me this and send me that. And, and, you know, and, and this, um, the idea that, um, if you plant this seed with me, you know, you right. plant this seed, plant this seed and, 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 and all this kind of thing. And so it's, it's a curious position to, to, to be in when you're trying to help people be better, but you realize that many people 
don't want to be better. They just want to feel better. Right. And I think I think it's a big difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. And a lot of people don't understand that in order to get better, you got to go through some struggles. You got to go through some pain. You got to have some hardships in order to get there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, so superb athletes and and people who are well educated and smart, they still had to practice. They didn't just wake up one day and, you know, they was able to dunk a basketball. They wasn't just, you know, able to do all the things they was able to do and be a great athlete or be um, uh, very intelligent without practicing at something. And I think a lot right. of people were looking for that that quick uh, that quick fix. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what the the televangelists right now are praying on is on Sunday morning at, you know, 830. They come on and then you are able to feel good for the next 30 minutes. But does it last throughout the week? Right. And, you know, it. it, it I, I think one of the things that amplifies this for me is that when I listen to some of these um some of the preacher, the, the pimp kind of preachers, I, I, I guess I would like to say, is is that if you listen to their message, um, there's very little in their message about Jesus Christ. There's very little in their message about the Bible. They, they, they don't necessarily teach or preach the Bible. What they preach primarily is prosperity, right. and and so what they pull out then is 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 a lot of anecdotal things about prosperity, and a, and a, a, and use a lot of simile, you know, um, which which simile is fine. Jesus used simile, but Jesus also, you know dealt with the word of God and, and, and he himself, every word he speaks is of God, but, but, but that's what they tend to do. And so, and then what I find is that there are a lot of people that don't want to get the pure word of God. They don't necessarily want to hear or learn what the Bible has to say, right? Uh, because they don't necessarily view what the Bible is saying to them as word from God. What they view as word from God is when someone gives them a prosperity message about what they can be without any thought as to how the Bible reconciles what that preacher is saying. So, I mean, of course, anyone can tell you that you can be great, that you can be this and you can be that, you know, and uh, so forth and so on. But, you know, I, I always thought and I still do believe based on my studying that the role of the pastor and the role of the preacher is to share with you God's plan for humanity. And that's the bottom line, to share God's plan for humanity, to share God's plan for your individual life, and, and to show you how God has a set of, uh, of, of, of rules and regulations that deal with how we treat one another, and how we should apply that to our daily living so that we can get, yield him so that he can receive the glory out of it. Right. I guess that's, that's, but when I listen to some of these 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 uh these, these individuals that they, they, their message seems to be the opposite. It is not teaching so we can look at how God can receive the glory. It is teaching to look at how the individual can be glorified. Yeah. Um, again, it's kind of like a pimp taking this lady, you know, and, and dressing her all up, you know, right. so that. So that people to look at her will say, wow, you know, she looks great. You know, big daddy, big daddy really taking care of her. <laughs> I, I, 
I want to get in that stable, you know, because right, right. he's taking care of her. And, and that seems the way it kind of come across sometimes. I don't, I don't know. What do you think when you're watching that kind of stuff? Honestly, I get the same feeling, too. Um, it, not to call anybody out, but like Creflo Dollar. He does something yeah, don't, sim- don't, don't, don't call the name. Don't call the name. <laughs> at, least, at least I'm going to say, I won't call the name. You, you grow. Right, yeah, you, yeah. You grow. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but we all know who we're talking about. And, mm-hmm. and certain, and certain uh, preachers do that. And I understand, you know, what they're trying to do. I, I get it. You know, um, I, I try to look at it now. It's like, okay, maybe the fund that they're asking for is really going to, you know, some things and some good programs for people, even though we hardly ever hear about it on air, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's not happening because if you don't right. be- actually belong a member to the church, you may not know what's going on in the community. You know, so I try not to judge it by that, but it, What's the saying that you always say? I don't want my good to be. What's the saying you always say? Evil spoken. Of. Evil spoken. Good be evil. Right. Right. So that could be one of the situations that that we're running into, is that they're not really communicating what they're actually doing with the money, you know. And I will. And I'll be. Uh, I'll be upfront with this one. Um, the great uh, school I graduated from, Southern University, mm-hmm. when um, when I was there. A young man found the printout of where all the money went to that you for your tuition and put it on a T-shirt, <laughs> and he got expelled mm-hmm. because people people was finding out that the money wasn't going to stuff that that was actually benefiting the students. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit of an uprising there at Southern University. So it happens. Well, Pastor, the question I got for you is, what can what can we do for on the outside as the the congregation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What can we do to make sure that those certain things like that is more transparent of where the money is going and what it's used for? Well, that that's a that's that's a um um, um uh that's a difficult thing to respond to. Uh Locally, it is not. Locally, it is easy to respond, you know, because I think that every local assembly um, should be aware of how the funds are being spent. And and that's just a matter of, you know, um, either asking for uh, uh, a a, a financial statement or in in church meetings, you know, um, and and, and doing those church meetings. And people need to attend. I I can tell you, um, for example, at Enoch, um, the times when I have called church meetings, um, you can pretty much count how many folk would show up Mm -hmm. at those meetings. So I had to move to having the meetings um, on Sundays and I had to have meetings on Sundays when we're trying to get spiritual, you know, get, you know, right. get, we're trying to, 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 to worship. But, but even, but when you ask people to attend meetings, to give them information, they pretty much just say, well, we're okay with that. But also you have trustee boards in, we're, we're fortunate in the state of Virginia that, that trustees are a court 
are required to be court appointed anytime you transact major business transactions. So if you buy land or, you know, buy property, the court has to approve that kind of stuff. Uh, so the trustee board um, is, 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 you know, is something that is, is even being overseen by the courts, which is a good thing. It keeps everybody honest. The, the the thing that, that I guess for me is perplexing is is not so much what the um what the, what the leader does, but why the leader is able to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I raised the question, do you want a pastor, do you want a pimp? Because if the leader is only able to do it if that's what people want them to do. Right. You know, if, if you don't want a past, if you if if the membership wants a person that is teaching the word, just purely teaching the word, then they would go to, a, 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 they would go or they would listen to a, a, a pastor that that's what takes place. But if you want a pastor or you want a preacher that their, their primary role is to just make you feel good that day, then that's what you flock to. And so what happens is what I have found, especially in today's, you know, with with the social um, media and this kind of thing, is that the competition seems to be such that that a lot of um, uh, ministers are trying to capture people in their congregation by moving away from a pure gospel um, foundation to one that now says, let me go along with their prosperity message. You right. know, let, let me move away from teaching the word to, 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 to trying to just elevate people um, so that they can feel good about themselves on Sunday. Yeah. And, 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 and then I can give them a, sell them a prayer cloth or then I can, you know, sell them a handkerchief and, and or then I can, you know, get them hooked up to the thousand dollar club or the five hundred dollar club or the hundred dollar club, this kind of thing. Right. Um, whereas if, if if you know, so I, 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 I don't know if it's I guess it's kind of like is it supply side or is it, you know, um, when I say supply side, is it that the, 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 the leader is, is, is pushing it or are the people pushing it? And, and, and I, I tend to say that it seems to me that. Um, we have been bamboozled somewhat by the by the devil to move us away from just the t- preaching the pure gospel, right? Because we are we are so much we're so busy trying to accommodate people so we can attract people, right? So in attracting people, we have moved away from preaching the pure gospel to trying to accommodate them. Yeah. You know, you know, people don't want to just call sin sin, it seems like to me. You know, they don't want to, <laughs> right. they don't, they don't want to say sin is sin. Or they don't want to just purely preach from from a historical and and a um and and, and a revelational way what the Bible reveals, you know, is 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 that um just, you know, we are great and and if you plant the seed you, you know, your harvest will come and, you know, it's, right. it's, it's that's kind of sense. I guess sensationalism, right. I, maybe it's the best thing I can think of. And and, and again, uh, it's again, it just reminds me of that pimpology, you know, right. the, the more sensational you are, the more, the more, um, uh, the, the, the more you can attract folk to you. Now I'm going to ask this question. Do you think when, 
when money, actual like like a physical transaction of you know paper money, currency. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. that got involved in the church, that kind of is like the gateway drug for that to like kind of spiral out of control because you no longer have people that's like working their tithing in the church mm-hmm. as actual physical labor. And I'm there, you know, as a Levite working, but now it's like, okay, I give my money. And now it's a, it's a simple, it's now down to a, a, a digital transaction from a, a debit card to, to the system. And it's so fast now that, okay, I'll pay my money. I'm done. I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to do nothing else. But then when you do that, you have to keep asking for money because if you want to have these programs, if you want to have the children's church, if you want to have, um, you know, a basketball league, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, that's free to the public, then it's, it's got to be free to the people, but it's got to get paid somehow. So then we're back to asking for more money. Did that just snowball because of the introduction of currency into the system? Well, I, I said this way, I, I, I think the media I think when we allow the media to become one of the primary means of spreading the gospel, mm-hmm. I think that did more damage than anything. And here's why I say that. I recall um, it's been even before we had the, the Internet, uh, 60 Minutes did a piece where and I don't recall the individual's name, but he was a televangelist where they went and raided the dumpster behind um their broadcast facility and in the dumpster were you know just piles of letters that were coming in from people you know asking for prayer right now this particular televangelist had told people that what they did when they got the prayer was put them all in the altar and pray and so forth and so on so what they did was they they watched how that happened they infiltrated them by sending someone in and they watched what happened when the mail came in when the mail came in, they opened the envelope, they took the money out, and they threw the prayer request in the trash can. Wow. So that's all they did. Open the envelope up, take the money out, throw the prayer request in the trash can, went from the trash can to a, a person who was, I guess, a janitorial person who picked it all up and then carried them through in the dumpster. And that was before where? That was for the, before the internet. Okay. And, and so, of course, when they questioned the individual, you know, obviously, he, you know, um, his point was, well, I can't, I don't have time to read everyone. So therefore I'm praying <laughs> over the dumpster, you know, and, and so the Lord knows that I'm praying and all the, you know, everything in the dumpster will, you know, this kind of thing. See, you know, I, I, it, 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 to me, and, and by, and by virtue of him getting all those, all that money coming in certainly is an indication that there are, were thousands of people who, preferred supporting the television church right. rather than their local church. Now, right. if I'm if I'm supporting my local church, well, number one, I'm right there. So I have a better appreciation for where money is going because I see it. You know, right. I see what the church is doing. I see if they are, you know, helping the community. I see if they're helping the poor. You know, I see what's going on. Right. If if I'm sending money into a television personality, I don't see what that person is doing at all. I, you know, I, I don't see it. So I don't, and I, I'm not saying that every television personality is bad because I think there's some, some television personalities that are extremely uh, um, spirit feel right. and being led by God. I, I, I believe that, 
But I just question, it seems to me that a lot of them are not, that all they do is beg for money. That, right. that's, that's, that's the primary message. Every message centers on send me some money. That that's, Every message is based on you funding them. You know, if you plant a seed with them, <laughs> right. God going to bless you. And then they have people that come on and, and testify, you know, about how I, I gave a hundred dollars and all of a sudden um, my mortgage got paid. Right. You, you know, it's, it's always that that kind of, um, you know, quick pro quo kind of kind of thing. And, 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 and so it's all, all, the whole uh, time is more of a testimonial to why you used to send money. Even if it's on the healing, it's still always a testimonial on why you should send money. Right. Is that the person got healed. So that's why you need to support this, this ministry with money. You know, it's, it's always that as opposed to let me explain to you about, you know, how God can can move in your life and, and so forth and so on. Um, and, that, and so, again, that's why I, I wonder, since there's so many people that grab it, that, you know, that, that move toward that kind of ministry where the primary thing is, I, I just got to say it, you're being pimped by somebody. Right. I just wonder if people, do they want a pimp or do they want a pastor? Historically, people have not wanted pastors. You know, when you read the Bible, especially the Old Testament, the, the people who were truly called by God, few people followed them. And those are the ones that were always ostracized. Yeah. You go, to, you go to the New Testament, similar thing. You know, people who were really following the Spirit of God, for the most part, those are the ones that were ostracized. And that's why Jesus said, you know, um, that 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 narrow is the road that leads, you know, to, to, to heaven and righteousness. But why does it get to destruction? Because it's like people just tend to want to gravitate toward what sounds good yeah. and what feels good rather than what makes one good. Yeah. You know, there's one particular um, televangelist and he, you know, I watch him every day. It's to his podcast. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say anything negative. He'll be mm. up there for 30 straight minutes and won't say one negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and um, Sherry, my wife, she would say, you know, he's what you would call a motivational pastor. He's like a motivational speaker because he doesn't say mm-hmm. anything negative. And, right. I, and I tend to agree. You know, I like watching motivational speakers, so I, I like watching him. But to your point, you know, in reading the Bible, it's it's a whole lot of negative in the Bible and it's there to tell you what to do when this particular situation happens or how to prevent it from happening. You know, there's mm-hmm. no, but I get what you're saying. Cause if you can if you get a pastor who is on TV mm-hmm. telling you that you're living your life the wrong way, if you're living it this way and this is what's going to happen, if you continue down this road, that's people are going to flip off the TV. Which is right. un, which is which is ironic because they'll turn on and turn on the news at six p.m. and and listen to thirty you know twenty six minutes of negativity of what's going on in your neighborhood or who broke in whose house and who got killed in Newport News or in Portsmouth and things like that. So it's ironic that we treat our pastors in the aspect of we want them to tell us something. Tell us the good news, but they don't understand that that good news is also born out of something that negative that happened to somebody, you know, 2,000, 3,000 years ago that we can now look at and say, okay, 
this is what happened then it will continue to happen if you do things the way that they did it cut dry and simple right yeah and uh, you know i i i guess for me again i just wonder um what where we are headed you know where where we are headed as a christian community and and, and like you said you know life there there is no one that i am aware of that does not need improvement in their life. I don't know of anyone. Right. So if 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 I if my role as a pastor is to help make you better, then then I need to be able to point out where you need improvement, um, and, and because that's the only way I can help you become better. Right. So you can minimize the things in your life that are not pleasing to God. So you can then maximize those things that are pleasing to God. And and as I'm doing that. I, I mean, I, I certainly want to do it in a compassionate way, but as I'm doing that, I have to be forthright, but I have to do it in a way that also aligns itself with what the scripture teaches, right. you know, and in lines of what the scripture teaches, then I can't turn around and say to you that, well, um, this, this, this becomes more powerful if you send a hundred dollars in, <laughs> so if you if 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 you can join a hundred dollar club, then everything I'm teaching is more powerful, and everything right. I'm teaching now can get you further. That's kind of a cult mentality. If I do it that way, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not saying that people should not support ministries because clearly, if you don't support the ministry somehow, the ministry cannot flourish. You know, you you can't be on TV without paying for the time. You know. Right. And, and, and you know, and and you can't even have a local ministry without you know paying the the utility bills and those kind of things. So I'm not saying that you, sh- you can't do that, but I'm saying that shouldn't be the primary thing that I'm pushing, you know, and and that, that shouldn't be the primary thing people are pushing. What they really should be pushing primary thing is to worship of 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 our Creator, you know, that wor- worship our Creator rather than the worship of the individual. And what concerns me is that many of the current um, uh, current um, I guess um, movements is the worship of the individual more than the worship of God. Yeah. When we when we focus more on how you can be great, more uh, rather than on how God is already great, and right. and so I need to align myself with my heavenly Father. Yeah, and I think once we get there, which it seems like we're going in the opposite direction. Um, you know, because television is basically mass media is definitely portraying the other part. Um, I tend to I, I agree with you that the devil has definitely entered into media. Um, it's just it's unfortunate because a lot of the, the things that need to be out there for people to hear, people don't get to hear it. And that's mm-hmm. one one good uh, what we talk about in this podcast is trying to get the stuff out there in the world that people can benefit from, you know, to live every day strong, you know, cause you're not right. going to, you're not going to have, you're not going to wake up every day at a hundred percent with your, your battery on full, you know? So mm-hmm. you're going to need some motivation, some encouragement, and also some tools to use um, during your day to get, to get better, you know, to improve. So I guess pastor, what we're going to have to do is um, as individuals, like we talked about off air is try to listen to the message and not the messenger and also 
take responsibility for your own um, studying of the Bible and not just putting it in the hands of the pastor, all of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, certainly the pastor's job is to lead and to guide, uh, but but we have to, you know, I guess, you know, you you hit the nail on the head that you, you can't be focused on the charismatic nature of the person that's bringing you the message. Right. You have to focus on the, on the message and, and, and not just the messenger. And, and you have to look at the message, the message, not based on whether or not it, it, it brings you so much joy, but, but based on whether or not the message is in line with what the Bible teaches and in line with reality, you know, a, a, as well, because just if you tell me that I am wrong and I am wrong, uh, I shouldn't get upset, you know. I should just make the correction so right, I can be right. so I can be I can be right, and 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 I and I, and I need to be where I, where I am. I need to be focused on also that is this am I being taught the word of God? Am I being taught what the Bible says? It, it, you know, if I want my marriage to be better, am I being taught what the word of God said about what a husband should do? Right. about what a wife should do if i want my children to prosper am i am i being taught the word of god in how to raise my children and and you know and 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 same thing if i want to to be prosperous on my job am i being taught what the word of god says about how i should respond to my manager and my supervisor and, and see if, if i do it based on that what the word says and i, I am going to prosper you know, rather than yeah. what the world, the W-R-L-D says, but I do it based on what the word W-O-R-D says, I'm going to prosper. And I mean the word of God. And that's what I think we seem to be getting away from. You know, it's almost like um, we are bringing the world into the church rather than taking the church into the world. Mm. Yes. You know, I totally agree with that one. I I definitely um Totally agree with you on that, Pastor. We got about um, about 30 seconds left, um, Pastor. So is there anything else you'd like to say before we close out? Well, I, I just like to say, you know, to those who are listening, um, to, to kind of assess, you know, where they are, you know, and ask them the same question. You know, uh, are, are you looking for a pimp or are you looking for a pastor? If you're looking for a pastor, then, you know, you can't be upset if, Every once in a while, the pastor steps on your toes. You know, right. his job is not to make you happy all the time. His job is to make you better. And sometimes that requires stepping on toes. You know, if you're looking for a pimp, you know, uh, then that's easy to find because there's always some folk out there that that are just going to say the things, you know, that's going to make you feel good. But feeling good don't necessarily make you good. You want to be you want to be better so right. you can uh, uh, live a, a, more, a more prosperous life and so that God can get the glory out of your life. Yep. Well, you heard it here. Thank you all so much for joining us. This is your host, C.B. Baker. 